Before we start the show, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Their support keeps this show free for you. Hello, Peace and Parenting listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters tranquility and connection? Enter HomeThreads, your partner in designing a peaceful haven. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture crafted for families who prioritize peace and harmony. From cozy family lounges to mindful decor, our pieces are designed to enhance your journey in peaceful parenting, all at the best value. Cozy home-cooked meals are one way I get connected to my kids. At HomeThreads, they have all the best cookware. The Staub pan I use to make these great connective meals is easy to use and clean and can go from stovetop to oven, making it very versatile. Visit homethreads.com forward slash peace and get a code for 15% off your first order today and transform your home into a sanctuary of common connection. Because peaceful parenting starts at home, Home Threads love where you live. Remember to use our unique URL to get your discount and let the brand know where you came from. Visit homethreads.com forward slash peace today and get a 15% off code for your first order. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm here again and I want to talk about a client of mine, a couple who came to me um, probably about two years ago, but this client really stuck out in my mind and I wanted to share their experience and their story and just how transformative this work can be. So this lovely couple had uh, two kids. They were two and four, two little girls, very sweet. And the mom and dad, of course, wanted to do everything they could to have a connected relationship with their kids. But um, the mom found herself yelling a lot and getting super frustrated. Like by the end of the day, she's an attorney and he um, is a mortgage broker. So they had, you know, really, you know, demanding jobs or jobs that require a lot of time and effort. And so by the end of the day, they're both very exhausted and rightfully so. And I think we find ourselves in this position a lot. You know, sometimes it's because we are working outside of the house and sometimes it's just because we're working inside of the house. But regardless, by six, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, it's hard for anybody. It's hard for our kids and it's hard for us, especially if we've been working all day or we've been working at home with the kids all day. So we come to our world and our existence with our kids at night very depleted. And that is not our fault. This world has not been designed, our society has not been designed to support parents in the right ways. We do not get the support that we need and deserve. And our kids also don't get the support that they need and deserve at school or in daycare settings or with in preschool or wherever they are. And it's not designed to promote connection. So we're coming very depleted and very disconnected to our children at night. And they're coming very depleted and very disconnected to us. And that's really hard. That becomes a very difficult place to be for everybody. So it makes sense that we yell or we lose our 
temper or we just want the kids to go to bed. And I think this was their biggest sticking point is that they had the four-year-old who just would refuse to go to bed. And she would say, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave, stay, stay, stay. You have to stay with me. And then she would start throwing a fit. And then the mom would get so upset, she would yell and scream at the kid. And then it devolved into this whole upsetting moment. And then the baby's crying and the dad is upset because the baby's crying because, and it became very tumultuous. And so we decided that we were going to, and I guess, when she came to me, she said, how can I fix this nighttime stuff? And in my head, I was thinking that nighttime stuff will come. But first we have to get the relationship and we have to get the connection flowing more. So what we did is we doubled down on the idea of connection. And I say this often. And when I mean, when I say what I mean, double down on connection, we use all of the connective tools very diligently. And so I try to teach my clients as quickly as I can, the tools of connection And it takes a while. It probably takes, I'd say, at least six weeks to learn the tools of connection in a very concrete way. They're not always easy to learn. It isn't just like, hey, here's the one sentence and this is connection and here's the script you can use and you're on your merry way. Because the tools of connection are steeped in an ideology. And that ideology isn't one that we usually um, come to organically and that it's an ideology that we have to change and shift to understand. So while I'm teaching the tools of connection, I'm also creating a mindset shift with my clients, really trying to get them to understand why this tool works and this tool only works with this new ideology and understanding of of parenting. And that basic ideology is that punishments will not work, yelling will not work, and that kids are good and that they are trying their best. And the only reason that they are crying and screaming when they're going to bed at night is because there's an unmet need that isn't being met. So for their family and for many families and for my family too, those unmet, that unmet need was this a bigger idea of connection. Now, did it mean they had no relationship? No. Did it mean that this parent was doing a terrible job and that you know everything was their fault and that their child was having these issues at night because they were they it was it was at their hand? No. They were exhausted and having a hard time and didn't understand the tools of connection and just needed to do some work. And that's where I come in is I help you do that work. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Have you tried Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals? Yes, you heard me. No cooking, no prepping, and no cleanup. Making eating better every day easy. These no-prep, no-mess meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. Plus, there are over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Ditch the meal prep today. Get started and have a week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com piece50 and use code piece50 to get 50% off. That's code PEACE50 at factormeals.com slash PEACE50 to get 50% off. 
So I really helped this mom lean into the idea that her child needed connection in many, many different facets. And another big part of what was happening in this family is that the sibling rivalry was really big. The older daughter was biting the younger daughter every chance she could get, biting and caking and hitting, and then felt terrible about it and then went into a major place of remorse. And the reason being is that the mom, when the daughter would bite, she would get really upset with the older daughter. And so she reminded me of Esme in that way. She would, the older daughter would start to take out her feelings and her dysregulation and the shame and the guilt and all of the things that she was feeling. It just ate at her and she just continued to bite and kick because she didn't know how to get out of that cycle. So a big part of our work too was not punishing her daughter, not chastising her daughter when she would bite. Instead, one of the tiny tools of all of the many that we we learned over those 10 weeks that we worked together was this idea of like, ooh, little girls who try to bite their brother or sister, or actually in this case, sister, are going to get a lot of hugs and kisses. But that threw this family for a loop. They thought, no, 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 we can't do that. It's going to reinforce bad behavior. So it took us weeks to get it, the implementation of it because we had to change the ideology around it. But once... We made that shift in that one way. There were many shifts that happened, but this one major shift, once that major shift happened, everyone started to feel better because the biting started to decrease slowly and the relationship between the siblings got better. And now the exhausted mom didn't have so much to yell about because the kids were getting along better. So that's kind of what I see in my work too, is that when you start using connection and you start learning how to self-regulate, you don't need to really utilize the, the, the idea of yelling or punishment or shame so much because the, the behavior starts to change when the connection really gets into the ethos of the family and the kids start to do better. So there's not as much to yell at them about <laughs> because they're feeling better and they're doing better. So as we kept working through each of these situations and scenarios, the bedtime still continued to be this like kind of hard place because the older daughter was coming really depleted with connection because I think the sibling stuff kind of ate away at their connection and the yelling kind of ate away at their connection. And so she came at a deficit, right? So it took, it took time to get her filled back up. And I think that's part of this um, parenting method is that you know, this isn't a quick fix. This isn't a, here, I'm going to give you a script and everything's going to be okay. And if you just say these things, it really isn't that. It is changing the way in which you come to your parenting and it's changing the whole mechanism and it's changing the way in which you interact with your kids. And, And that change might come from you and you might think, oh my gosh, I've been doing this. I've done it all week and I'm not seeing any, any difference, but your child's watching you. And if you've ever tried a certain, you know, um, parenting like tip or trick, they also know that you try these things and then you don't use them the next time. And so our kids are watching us too. Is this really how you're going to be? Are you really going to be connecting? Are you not going to yell at me? And they're, they're deciding, do I trust my parent here? Do I not trust my parent here? What's going on? So their change is going to be a lot slower than maybe perhaps yours is. And if you really think about your change, it might be slower than you realize. But we believe sometimes as parents, that we are once we've changed, that our kid's just going to follow suit immediately. But that doesn't always happen. So we really have to wait for and stick into and keep working on the connection piece so that we can make that big change in our family and wait for our kids to respond because it takes some time for them. 
So this lovely couple, they're, they're working on it. They're doing special time. They're intervening with play. They're using, you know, the ideas of affection. Uh, they're trying to set limits. They're trying not to yell. Um, we're diving into some parenting triggers from old childhood wounds. And we're, we're moving and we're grooving. It's not easy. And there's slip-ups. And this lovely mom would, you know, she would email me and be like, I, I messed up and I feel so horrible. And we would, you know, make amends and we would move through. And it was a lot of work but the bedtime was still a mess. And finally, on week maybe eight, she started to see some movement on the bedtime. So she started to see some, you know, relenting by her older daughter to let her leave her in her bedroom. She started to see that she was more able to put herself to sleep. She was less eager to, you know, have her mom stay and and, and keep her hostage, so to speak, in the bedroom. And things started to move because the daughter began to feel we're connected to her mom, we're connected to the family. She started to feel better about herself and she could rest. Sometimes when a kid is unable to rest at night, it's because they're emotionally not doing well. And when we fix that emotionality some, then our kids tend to do better. So it's like a whole little onion, right? All these little pieces. So when I work with somebody, we tr- we start to like peel back the onion and we start to understand what piece is linked to what other piece and how we can kind of move through the onion and get it secured more. So if you're feeling like, oh, this isn't working, it's really hard, I can't do it, keep trying, keep at it, keep using connection, keep moving forward with this idea, with these ideas, and don't let it derail you that your kid isn't responding right away. Keep consistent, stay with, stay at it. Use the frameworks of connection. If you don't understand the tools of connection, there's lots of places you can go. I think the first 10 episodes of the podcast are incredible. They do a really good job of explaining the tools of connection. Secondly, if you want to do coaching, I have a coach of my own who I've trained who's lovely. Her name is Martha and she's amazing. If you want to do coaching with her, we would love to get you signed up. Also, I do my own coaching. And if you want to you know, do coaching with me, that would be incredible too. Plus we have our Connected Parent Mastermind program, which is an incredible program to dive deeply into the ideas of connection and really understand them on a much bigger level. Lots of places to get help. We would love to see you in our community in some way or another. So please reach out to us at peaceandparenting at gmail.com and let's get started to get you more connected to your kids. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I hope to see you next time. 